0: Good evening, good evening. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brother in ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel Carlene Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. This is our Sunday. I welcome you to Speak Life. I'm praying all is well with you. I'm praying that we're speaking over this week as the beginning day of this week. And if you've had even a hard time, 24 hours start at every second so today is march 27 2022 i'm just i am believing god for for his best in the name of jesus and so i'm lifting up my whole household i'm lifting up your whole household i'm lifting up you beloved in the name of jesus i am lifting up the kingdom family worldwide the beloved of god the martyr saints the persecuted saints those treading down those taken by men stealers Those feeling weak, weary, worn, and even withered in the name of Jesus. I'm lifting you up and I'm lifting up your families. All those that are going through all levels of persecution and martyrdom. Um, I'm lifting up those being terrorized because of their faith in the name of Jesus. And I'm lifting up children worldwide. Yes, I'm lifting up children. I'm truly i have a heart for the children so i'm lifting up children and i'm lifting up those that are walking in the peace of god with the peace of god ruling their hearts and the peace of god as their guidance guide their guide the lord because jesus is the peace of god like i felt that yeah so i'm lifting up you beloved those that are making peace with all men, or at least trying to live peaceably with all men in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I come to you. Lord, I thank you so much. Lord, you are so good. You are truly, truly good, even when it doesn't feel good, even when it doesn't look good, even when it doesn't sound good you're still good, even when I'm kicking and screaming or any of your children kicking and screaming through the process, all is well because you are good and because you are love. And love, Lord, I ask that you rain down right now. Wash this place, wash me afresh, wash the other side of the camera so we can all have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church and our hearts can receive our minds be renewed and transformed, our hearts be purified, there be a right spirit in us, our hands be cleaned and our feet be washed in the name of Jesus, and you be pleased, and we are a sweet smell in your nostrils, I pray, I pray this is a sweet smell in your nostrils, consume me, overtake me, overshadow me, God, my Father, my Lord, and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Word of God, and the Holy Ghost Spirit, I give you full permission push back and shut the mouths of line shut the enemy down in spirit and in flesh right now in the name of Jesus. So, good evening, beloved. So, what I came to talk about is peace, be still. Um, I was, I had all intent of doing something else. And so, I was trying to do the recording for it. But, I got blocked. So, I know it was getting... Uh, late and so i decided to come up but i didn't have a word and so i asked the lord for a word and i looked down on my monitor and it said peace so i was planning on i was thinking maybe coming from um, the prayer today but no peace be still peace be still um peace depends on the ruler peace depends on the ruler so it says right here. Um, it says uh, in verse twelve of Colossians three. Put on therefore as the elect of God, the election, the elect of God, elect, holy and beloved, bows of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long suffering. These are character traits that if we are the elect, we should be operating in, living in, walking in, being evident in our lives. It says put on, so it's like a garment, put on, yeah, so call these spirits into existence from the throne of God. Lord, right now, we want to put on, as it is written in Colossians 3 and 12, as the elect of God, holiness, and holy and belovedness from you, Lord God. Bows of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. Like, I understand this word now. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do you. Hey, man, the God sending love out to you, beloved. It is good to see you. It truly is. I thank God. I know he sent you because he sent a peaceful spirit to me right now. I pray nothing but God best over your life. And peace and blessings be multiplied to you and your household. But I pray God's best over your life. I truly do. I pray God's smile continuously over your life. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you're not bound by anything. And that you walk in the liberty, in the freedom, in the kingship that he's declared over your life. Because we are royal priests and we are kings. And I pray you grow into everything, every promise over your life. In the name of Jesus, sending love back to you, man of God. So it says, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do you forgive. And above all these things, uh, put on charity. So these are spirits that we have to put on. So it's, it's taking off all this, the old man and putting on the new man. So we call it into existence. Like we was talking yesterday in the name of Jesus. As we was talking yesterday about um, we have to declare what the word says. So we are declaring that we're putting on as the elect or the election of God, as the elect of God, holy and beloved boughs of mercy in the name of Jesus, kindness, humbleness of mind meekness long-suffering forbearing one another and forgiving one another so we really it starts with forgiveness It, it really does our heart has to be right in the name of jesus hallelujah um if any man have a quarrel against any even as christ forgave you also do you and above all these things put on charity which is the pure love of God. So put on charity because God is love, right? So which is the bond of perfectness. So God is perfect. Be perfect for the Lord thy God is perfect. Our Lord Jesus is perfect. Okay. So it's through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because it's God's, it is, he is God's word. He's God only begotten son. He is God's grace in the earth okay so it says and let the peace of god rule in your hearts to the which also you are called in one body and be thankful this is the issue this is the issue god was showing me this as i was coming on here it is very hard to have peace with one another it is very hard to be long suffering it is very hard to forbear one another it's very hard to Forgive, it's very hard to have the charity of God when we're not at peace with God. There is many of us that are confessing to be the elect of God, to be Christians, and we don't have peace with God. For whatever for whatever reason, something may have taken place in our lives, something may have, there might have been a death, they might have been prayers we don't think were answered. And we don't have peace with God. We could be even in ministry. We could be on the ushers. We can be deacons. We can be pastors. We can be any of the sheep. And when we don't have peace with God, when the peace of God is not ruling our hearts, we're not at peace within ourselves. And then we can't be peaceful with anybody else. So the Bible says to love my neighbor as I love myself. But if I don't have peace, If I don't have peace with me, I'm not going to have peace with you. And so I'm going to be loving you as I love myself. That is such a huge command and a profound command because it's, we, we believe love looks a certain way, but it depends on who the ruler is. So if God is not ruling your heart, the enemy is ruling your heart and he comes with all kinds of things. He comes with clamor. He comes with wrath. He comes with unforgiveness. He comes with spite. He comes with all these other things. And, and this is why I got that. Okay. He comes with all these other things and, but yet we're confessing Christ, but there's no proof. I mean, our words sound like it and we, we might, you know, do nice things. But there is no proof that we have temperance, self-control. There is no proof of it. And and it says here, and many of us are operating in the flesh. Because, you know, it's it's like we have to be taught about the relationship with God. Even though we quote that, you got to have a relationship with God. What does that look like? How, how do you get a relationship with God? First, you have to believe that God is. No, first you have to receive Jesus Christ. Romans 10 and 9, if you, if you confess with your mouth, Lord Jesus, lordship, see a ruler. If you confess with your mouth, Lord Jesus, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So even in that, you got to believe that. You got to receive that with faith. OK, and we have to believe that God is God is who he say is, because without that, without faith it's impossible to please him. Right. So if we don't even believe in, in God is that throws everything out, because then you can't receive the, the, the spirit of God. And love is the first chamber of the fruit of the spirit. So you have love and then you have joy. And then you have peace. We can be jolly, jolly, jolly and still not have no peace. Still not have no peace. Still not have no peace. If God does not rule your heart and your mind, you don't have no peace. And you won't have peace. And this is why you'll always be in a thunder and a roaring spirit with anybody everybody, even of the saints, even in the church whatever the case may be because God is not ruling with peace Jesus said the peace that I give his peace it only comes through the Word of God so this is this is another main issue if we're not studying the Word of God where are we getting our peace from if we have a hard time studying the prince of peace the Word of God, we can't even practice we can't even practice peace because it only comes through Christ peace only comes through Jesus Christ he is the prince of peace there is a peace in the world but we know that's temporal cuz anything sets you off you and a lot of people mistake quiet for being peaceful just because you're quiet don't make you peaceful Just because you're quiet don't mean you're peaceful. Many people are quiet because they don't want you to know what's really in them. What's really in it could look as quiet as you want to be as meek and just a roaring, roaring wolf in the inside. Everything is a fight. Everything is clamor. Everything makes you upset. Everything sets you off. Everybody is at war with you and there's no peace. There's no, your house, not peaceful. Because you're inside. This temple is not peaceful. There's no peace. There's no peace. Every, everywhere you go, somebody is fighting with you because there's no peace. Because those spirits draw each other together. hmm Yeah. War draws war. War draws war. War even will draw peace to try to suck the peace out of somebody. But after a while, they're going to war with you. Because they don't, they don't like the peace. They don't like the peace that's within you. So it's always, there's always something. There's always something because you won't study the word. How are you going to get the peace? How are you going to get the peace? It's like you're not believing what God said because that's the only way the peace is going to come to you. That's the only way. He said, I got to be in you and you got to be in, in the word of God to receive. The things of God. If you ask anything in my name, it shall be given thee. But if you don't believe his name, if you don't study his name, if you don't want his name, how are you going to get the things that are the attributes of God? Now we're deceiving ourselves. Many are doing that deceiving ourselves. I'm telling you, 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 you can tell because the, the works of the flesh are manifest. They are proven. They are there. The works of the flesh manifest. They are evident. Okay. And they are these adultery. It don't even have to be cheating on your spouse. It could be cheating on thy maker. Why? Because you you into luck. You into voodoo. You into charms. You into zodiac. You into all these other things. Superstition psychics all kind of stuff and and that's adultery that is adultery having faith in anything other than God and seeking anything other than God for answers for power for anointing for whatever the case may be for gifting for power or to be empowered by that's adultery fornication moral spiritual immorality yeah it's not just it's just it's not just surface sexual immorality it's also spiritual immorality yeah so it's uncleanness not a clean spirit now i remember uh, my pastor said there's a difference between an unclean spirit and a spirit of uncleanliness they're two different things An unclean spirit means that you're not pure. You're not washed yet by the word. There's something unclean in the name of Jesus. So in laxiviousness is a perversion. Laxiviousness is a perversion. And many of us pervert the word of God, pervert the truth. Yeah, we add a little here, take a little away about. I don't want to receive that, so I'm just going to tweak it here. And that's why a lot of people go to those watered down Bibles because they've already perverted the word, they have already leavened it. Idolatry. So we know that's idols, but idols can be anything. You can be your own idol. You can be your own idol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to leave that. Witchcraft. Witchcraft. Yeah. All that luck and superstition. Hatred. Hatred within yourself. Hatred against different races. Hatred of male and female. Hatred against children, adults. Hatred against your own race. Hatred between females. Hatred between men. Whatever. Hatred with somebody with a handicap. Hatred. Whatever the case may be. Something that... Okay, it says variance, which is dissension. Let me see. Let me see if I can get another uh, better definition of it. Okay. It is also the fact or quality of being different, uh, inconsistent, Ooh. conflicting. Someone that's always in conflict. Mm -hmm. Variations of stuff. Still can go back to that word too. Because God said there's no no variance in him. There is not. Mm -hmm. Irreconcilable. Incompatible. Mm. Conflicting... Contrasting. Okay? So it says the uh, emulations. Emulations. The effort to match or... Oh, those are the competitive people. They're always competing against you. You're always a threat to them whether you know you are or not. They always got to outdo or talk what you're doing down. Talk who you are down so they can feel better. Mm-hmm. Um, wrath, which is that anger. Extreme anger, outrage, fury, okay, indignation, annoyance, and then strife, always fighting, always fighting somebody. (laughs) I've lived like that, always fighting, always fighting, always everybody out, everybody out to get, always fighting always angry or bitter disagreement over fundamental issues and conflict just always in discourse and friction and stuff that's that's totally contrary of peace and then you have uh seditations or sed yeah seditations so or cetaceans cetaceans Citations. Conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority uh, to rebel against authority. So even with some teaching, I was I, I tried to join a, a group on on a Facebook. It said Christian women. So um it don't look like a whole lot of different type of women, but it didn't matter to me. I was joining. So they sent me a message this morning and they was, you know, I wish I had the message in front of me because it was like um, the Holy Spirit, we feel like it's not a necessity, but it is a beautiful way for us to be um, just obedient to God. Do you believe that? I said, no, I do not. And thank you for not letting me join the group because no, I do not. I believe you must be born again by the water and the spirit as it is written in my father's word. So sometimes there are people coming. He said false prophets and false teachers. So if I joined a group like that, that says I'm in agreement. I'm not in agreement. No, no, that's no. I know you saying you Christian women, but if you don't believe what God said, no, I can't follow that. I can't be a part. There's nothing in that that I need. Nothing in that, because God's going to hold me accountable for that. You know that ain't true, so you're going to join a lie. I already told you, those that love and make it the lie ain't going to make it in, so why are you going to yoke yourself? Mm-mm. No, I, I go through a lie. <laughs> in my eyes, sometimes. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes... Sometimes I don't. But lately there's been a lot of warfare. And so it's like, why would I yoke myself knowing it's going to affect me? It's going to affect me because I'm saying I'm agreeing. And I can't go in there and say, well, you know, I'll preach the gospel and they should. No. mm -mm, mm -mm. God God didn't tell me that. So, yeah. So it says hearsays. Here says uh, yeah, so we, we know when anything is opposite, we have to we have to make a stand. Here says our belief or opinion contrary. contrary. contrary, you know they're revolting. Envyings now envying is more dangerous than jealousy. Envy is more dangerous than jealousy. It is because envy can go into resentment. You can resent with jealousy, but some people might just be jealous. They don't resent you. They're just jealous. But envy causes war. I needed it to speak like envy causes wars. Envy can cause a person that um, um, say somehow y'all in company together, whether y'all working together, whether y'all ministry together, whether y'all just in the world together. If you don't realize that person envy you, right? But it's like every time y'all could be talking and just something and you're like, where's this coming from? That is the spirit. If it's always leading back to either comments that you know sound like jealousy or comments that just always contrary of what you're saying, that's contention. And it may be the very spirit of envy. Like, have your way, Lord, in the name of Like, have your way. In the name of Jesus. Murders, murders can also be gossip. You could murder somebody with your words or your mouth. Just totally discredit their character. I'm going to tell you, for anybody that is el- being elevated by God, if you're being elevated by God, and because, you know, I'm like, Paul, I'm one of the least, you know. Um, so there's people much further than that's actually in, in, in well, no, just much further in the faith. And so from this point of where I am, I know if you are a leader or the first lady of a leader, especially a powerful leader, especially in the faith, and somebody that's truly anointed by God and being elevated by God, I'm sure you've experienced a few of these, especially murder, because people will say all kinds of things just to discredit. Because you remember that's what the Pharisees did and do. The Pharisees want to discredit Jesus. Yeah, and and you know, so people make up all kinds of stuff. They will. They're just. Those be the people you got to lay hands on. Those be the people sometimes. It's not all of them. But I'm just saying when they're coming with these with the flesh, when they're coming in a fleshly mindset, even though they believe they're not. But when these things start to show up and you see it and and those that are in tune with God, got to tell you. See sir said amen. Got to tell you because I know there's this been more than enough times. God has told me, even recently. And and a lot of times, I don't want to believe it. I don't want to see that. And so, I don't want to believe. I want to think it's just my mind, but it's not. Because these things will surface. These things will surface, and you almost wish you just ran. Yeah. You almost wish you just... Follow what God said and got out of Dodge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, then we have drunkenness. Now drunkenness is really of the world. When when we're drunk off of the worldly things, we're drunk off carnality. We're drunk off, yeah, carnal mind. We're drunk off our lust and our feelings and our desires. Things of the world, earthly things. That's drunkenness. Some people are drunk off reality shows some people are drunk off games they're playing some people are drunk off following rich and famous people it's it's, it's a drunkenness of in those things of the world and revilings and revilings to revile To enjoy oneself in a lively and noisy way. Um, Drinking. Carousing. I know, I think. um, Those are revilings. Noisy. It almost will put me in mind of the church where they have the appearance of being live but they're not because it just seemed like a whole, it's always a lot of stuff going on and it just seems so lively, but it's really dead, okay so it says such like of the witch, I tell you before as I also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God but the fruit of the spirit peace cannot rule when we're carnal because that means that you're walking in the flesh and not in the spirit it doesn't mean that you don't know of things in the spirit it means you're not operating in things of the spirit you have not yet made peace with god and and allow god to be ruler you know I I can imagine. I can imagine with pastors and and, and t- uh, other teachers and missionaries and evangelists. I just couldn't imagine people that's been in the faith a while and people that um, God has just placed in places, and they do counseling, um, and just and and just to see the mindset especially in leadership, to see the mindset of those that they are leading, to see the mindset of some of those. I just saw that revile. That's, that's like the base word of revelation. That's something. But, um, hmm, interesting. But to see the mindset of some that are sheep, um, and it's almost like, is this a real sheep? Or is this in sheep clothing? To to I you know, I have such a different level of respect for leadership. I have such a different level of respect for leadership. Yeah, hear the we bind up that spirit in the name of Jesus. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's real. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, it's like, got to make peace with God. You need Jesus. You got to make peace with God. I'm telling you, it's no other way. It's no, it's always going to be war when Jesus is not present. And when we come into the region and Jesus is in us. Now, when you read the scripture, every time Jesus came into the region, what happened? Demons and devils cried out. They cried out. Who? We know you though. Jesus of Nazareth, son of David, son of God. They always cry out. So do not be surprised. Do not be surprised. You will know, and I'm going to close with this. This did come from, oh, I just turned to this. Okay, so I'm going to read this too. And then I'm going to close. So it says here in Ecclesiastes, this was part of the prayer. In Ecclesiastes, uh, 10. Verse 1, dead flies cause ointment of the apocryphy, apocris, sorry, perfume, okay, um, to send forth a stinking smell. Dead flies cause the ointment of something that's supposed to be sweet, a perfume, uh, apothecary. To send forth a stinking savor, a stinking stench, smell. So does a little folly from him that is in reputation for wisdom and honor. I've learned that too. Mm -hmm. A wise man's heart is at his right hand in the name of Jesus. Jesus should be on our right hand. But, or right side. But a fool's heart is at his left. Because we, many of us, if you're in the flesh, you're going to follow your natural heart. And the heart is the most deceitful above all. Yea, also, when he that is a fool walks by the way, his wisdom fails him. And he says to everyone that he is a fool. If the spirit of the ruler rise against you, leave not your place, for yielding pacify great offenses. There is an evil which I have seen under the sun, as an error which proceeds from the ruler. Folly is set in great uh, dignity, and the rich sit in low places. This is like um, in ministry. Instead of, ordaining the person that actually is set among you to operate in that position. A lot of times people set family members, friends, people that have been with the church for a long time, whatever the case may be, they're not setting who God have set. It's almost like, uh, when Peter then rolled the lots or when they cast lots, when they cast lots to see who should be the 12th disciple before, you know, allowing God to do it because Paul should actually be the 12th disciple. I mean, apostle. And so it's almost like that, like putting somebody in position that God has not qualified for that position. And I've experienced that. And, and then the person that is not even qualified by God, not even anointed by God to be in that position. They're in a position of lead. And the person that should be leading them have to be under their authority. And God says, honor that authority. Mm -hmm. So it says it. It says, it says, folly is set, place, set, in great dignity and the rich sit in low places. I have seen servants upon horses and princes walking as servants upon the earth. He that digs a pit shall fall into it, my God. And whosoever breaks a hedge, my God, a serpent shall bite him. Whoso removes stones shall be hurt therewith. And he that cleaves wood or separates wood or the word, which is also wood, shall be endangered thereby. If the iron be blunt, and he do not wet or sharpen the edge, then must he put to more strength. But wisdom is profitable to direct. We profit by wisdom directing us. Here I go again into Proverbs 1. I'm going to close with this. This is... We got to come into the peace of God. The peace of God should be ruling our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus through the word of God. Like, this is my only message. It's Christ Jesus. Everything is the Lord Jesus. He's the only way. And we're trying to play with it or we think we can mock God and get just enough so we can say we study or we read the word but god knows who your ruler is and who my ruler is he knows our ruler he knows who our ruler is it's just like you know what's in you when you're squeezed my lord i'm sure finding out right you know what's in you when you squeeze you know what comes what comes out of your mouth what comes out of your heart because it's not coming out of your mouth it's coming out your heart the most deceitful. What's coming out of your heart when you're squeezed? It says in Proverbs 1, verse 1, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. We should already know we're in trouble, right? The wisest sending forth a proverb. You're like, what is he saying? I remember first. <laughs> Proverbs, I wouldn't even touch it because I was like, I don't understand none of that. Um, I want no dealings. Okay. And then you mature. And then God begins to open your eyes. If you're, if you're studying the word and you're having an issue, this is just a side note. In the King James Version, study the King James, the hardest one. Okay? Because when you study the hardest, you can decipher the easier. You can decipher it. You can discern. What is watered down and what is not, which a little leaven leavens the whole lot. But I'm just saying, study the King James Version, right? That's the closest we get, okay? All these other books, I don't go into that. God ordained this book, okay? Um, no, it's not a book. God ordained this son. This is the only begotten, okay? So, but when you when you studying, we all say, yeah, you pray before you study. But what are you praying? Okay, and ask God to open the eyes or enlighten the eyes of your understanding and to commune with you, commune. And because whatsoever we say we should have, whatsoever we ask in his name, we should have. So whatever, you know, scripture going, John, and ask him to commune with you. Okay, so it says, verse two, to know wisdom and understanding, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice and judgment and equity, to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear. A wise man will hear. A wise man is getting the wisdom of God, Studying the word of God, in communion with God, in relationship with God, in faith. Okay? Um, Because this is the one, the person after God's own heart. After God's own heart. And that person will hear and not be in contention. Yeah. Even if we don't receive it. In the beginning, we ain't gotta fight about it and get bitter. But it says, a wise man will hear and will increase learning. And a man of understanding, I mean, this is so manifest and evident. It's evident. It says, and a man of understanding shall attain to wise, wise counsel. Wise to understand a proverb in the interpretation, the words of the wise in their dark saying, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and understanding, and they're gonna. Fight. My son, hear the instructions of the father. Even the one in the earth that's teaching us, the husband of the church, the pastor. But we don't call him father because you don't call no other man but Godfather. But that's where we have to have a preacher. Okay? He says, My son, hear the instruction of the father and forsake not the law of your mother wherever your house of worship is, she's the bride. She's the mother. She's the bride. So whatever instruction, whatever the law, the word of God is coming through that house of worship, it should be founded on unleavened bread. It should be founded on the word of God. Undefiled. Not all these different versions either because that's confusion. The thing is, To receive means you submit to it. You surrender. You subject. When we got an issue with that, we don't yet believe God is who God is. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Y'all have the most blessed week. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I send love to you, man of God. In Jesus' name, peace.